welcome back to Mod Squad in what we're now calling Martial Matters. Or at least I am. Everyone else hates me for it. No, I never weighed in. I like the title. I never didn't hate you. That's fair. <laughs> Sprout said he would quit if I called it that. Yep, I quit. All right, good game, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> High five. Well, in our last session, we met our motley crew of heroes? Question mark? Blue scale pirate captain. Rakurai, the catfolk samurai, and his trusty cleric sidekick Nutmeg and Ichabod Slain, the mad monk who's actually a sorcerer. You had found each other in the city of Goka looking for teammates to enter into the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. 31st decennial Ruby Phoenix Tournament in hopes winning Fame, riches, glory, all the above. Uh, you took a ship to Jilan Island the next morning where you entered into the competition. You met some folks. You met Marthazan the Righteous, a half-elf who was the champion of the last tournament. Here's a little handout for Marthazan the Righteous. Uh, you met some of your competitors, and you entered your first match with the Monkey Boys, a name that I came up with on the spot. Oh, really? You came up with that? I thought that was in the book. <laughs> you absolutely mopped the floor with them. It was disgusting. And afterwards, the emissary, Sifu Zhuo Nuo, sent his servant this nasty-looking oni, a female oni uh, named Kang Jin, to invite you to participate in a exhibition match. They were so impressed with your prowess. And as you left the arena in the late morning of the first day of the tournament, they brought you about 10 minutes down the road to a smaller arena as other bouts and tests of skill are going on all around the island. You came to this small arena, King Zhen standing in the center of the arena with a large burlap sack, lifted the sack up, started whispering something into the sack, and then pointing you guys at the other end of the arena and at his gesture this massive hulking headless creature comes stomping out of a tent into the fighting ring does he say oh yeah yeah he kind of looks like Kool-Aid man as <laughs> Ryan has pointed out I got a handout 
He is headless. He looks like he's been decapitated, though he has a glowing blue eyes and mouth on his chest and stomach. And he's wielding two massive battle axes. He's a large, 12-foot-tall creature. I wonder what's in that bag. Good question. Probably that dude's head. Just more bags. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's like that in the cabinet by the trash can that just has a bag with all the other bags in it. <laughs> yes. Cobb. Gotta have a bag bag. King Zhen lifts the bag up and backs silently to the edge of the arena. It's not so much an arena as it is a fighting ring. There's about two dozen people in the stands surrounding the fighting ring. And as this thing enters, King Zhen lifts his hand up and swings it down in a gesture to start the battle. Why don't we go ahead and roll for initiative? Start things off hot. I got Jen got me a new set of dice for Valentine's Day. These things are fucking G, so hopefully they uh, they do me some good. Nice. It's not bad. Well, Rockurai rolled a two for an eight. That's not good. That is a seven for Blue Scale. Nutmeg. He's his own man. He gets his own initiative. He rolled much better for a 15. All right. And what about Ichabod Slain? What is new fancy love dice? Got a 15 <laughs> on a die for a 23. Ooh. This hulking monstrosity rolled a natural 20. Also for a 23. So you are going to go first. And let's get it going at the top of the round with Ichabod Slain. Ichabod Slain looking much defeated after his last combat being grappled. He's not going to let that happen again. He uses his quickened magic rod to cast a spell on himself and he starts levitating. Say that you cast levitate? No, I cast fly on myself. Okay, nice. I think I can use that three times a day as a swift action, and then he is going to cast uh, invisibility as a standard action, and then move. 5, 10, 15, 20, but vertically at a 45 degree angle, so he's essentially uh, 20 feet above right there, invisible, and flying. Right, you're 20 feet in the air, invisible, awesome. And my turn next. So this monstrosity is going to stomp forward just a few feet, five feet you might say, and he's going to raise his axes up in the air and bash them into the ground and out of his glowing blue mouth in his belly is going to come this massive green noxious cloud. It is 20 feet wide and 20 feet tall. Surat, your feet would be just at the top of this, so it's not going to affect you. <clears throat> um, can I get a fortitude save from everyone else, though? This guy's fighting dirty right off the bat. I Sirachi, like it. 
uh, Ichabod, you probably see maybe a bird is flying by up there 20 feet up, and you just see it melt and, like, fall to the ground dead instantly. Yo, God. It's a 31 total for Blue Scale. It's, okay. it's 20 for Nutmeg, but only 16 for Rakurai. Okay, so Rakurai is the only one affected by this ability. The Rakurai melts and dies instantly. Funny. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but you do take three points of constitution damage. Holy crap. Uh, from these yellowish-green acrid vapors in this 20-foot radius cloud that just emanated out of this beast's belly mouth. Functions like fog cloud as well. Uh, so yeah, obscures all sight. Uh, creatures further than 5 feet away have 50% mischance. Total concealment. Creatures 5 feet away has 20% mischance. A regular concealment. And it is Nutmeg's turn. Nutmeg is going to move uh, 10 feet to the north. He can He's still right next to Rakurai as he does so. Uh, then 15 feet to the north, 20 feet. Uh, he's lost sight of Rakurai, but he's moving into position here. Uh, 25 feet away. Uh, as he moves up to the north of the fighting ring... Um, he pulls out or readies his glaive goose arm and casts a spell on himself. The spell is Mighty Strength. He gets a plus mm-hmm. eight to his strength, making him as strong as Rakurai. Wow, cool. Uh, almost, almost, almost as strong. Not, not quite, but... <laughs> and that's his turn. And Rakurai is up next. Alright, so Rakurai saw Nutmeg go out around the, the acid to the north. Uh, Rakurai will also move, getting himself basically between Nutmeg and a creature. And after he gets there, now he can see him. Then he'll issue his challenge. He says... My name is Totsugeki Rakurai. I challenge you. And while he was moving, he pulled his longbow and an arrow, a single arrow, and he's going to fire that at this creature. All right. Tell me about this longbow. There's not much to it. It's plus one, and that's it. All right. So fires for a 22 to hit to deliver eight piercing damage, magical piercing damage. A 22 is going to bounce off of his armor. His massive pauldrons, he turns a shoulder and tink! Alright. Well, the challenge has been issued. Alright. And up next is Captain Blue Scale. So move 30 feet kind of toward this thing, but off to the left a little bit. And then Blue Scale kind of like snaps his arm down and a wand comes out into his hand from some sort of spring-loaded wrist sheath. And he is going to cast Enlarge Person on himself. 
All right. Ooh, um, I did forget a little something. I would like a will save from both Rakurai and Blue Scale. I'm definitely spending resolve on this one. <laughs> okay, that's a 26. All right. All right. Rakurai? Here's first of two will saves. Let's see which one's better. All right, I'll take a 21. All right. I'll deduct a resolve point. Well, seeing as though that was your first roll, that's too bad you spent a resolve point, but you're all right. You get a lot of those resolve points, man. Fuck yeah. You start to feel, like, unweary as soon as you get within a certain range of this thing. And, like, you start to doubt yourself a little bit, but maybe you find your resolve and shake it off. Uh, I see what you did there. Boo. <laughs> Blue uh, scale, you enlarge. Is anything else from you? Um, yeah, so I enlarge, and then I do also still have my unseen servant around. He's not really doing anything right now. I just wanted it to be known that he is there in case I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to have this magical force ghost grab things out of my backpack. Word. But that's it, yeah. So move, uh, snap the uh, wand down, and enlarge person myself. Sick. All right. Back to the top of the round with Ichabod Slane. All right. Ichabod Slane flying around up here, cackling. He is, uh, well, cackling is a relative term. Uh, he's going to move another, because I think he has to with fly, staying level, but uh, maybe he'll go up 10 feet too, 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, you have to move half your speed or or do a fly check. Yeah, he, he's going to move up 10 feet and over 20 feet. Okay. He is going to cast another spell. And uh, if you wouldn't mind giving me a couple of five-foot blue balls. Ooh. There's two uh, ball lightning. He casts ball lightning. Ooh, classic. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I'll just cast it straight on him. All right, so but you become visible. So I'm, I'm fine with that. So uh, a couple of reflex saves would be in order. All right, now we're talking. Reflex save coming up. Pretty good here. 28. And a 27. All right. Well, that's nice. Uh, you negate both of those, which is great. But there's still two ball lightning sitting there. It negates the damage. Yep. All right. Yeah, but they, they last. They're going to last 10 rounds, yeah. All right. Now... Oh wait, can I can I do an Arcana check or can I do a Knowledge check? Only if it's Arcana. <laughs> it's the only knowledge <laughs> skill I have. Uh, it is not Arcana. Okay, never mind. Then I won't. It's not Arcana. Weird. Uh, well, first off, this twenty-foot cloud moves forward ten feet. You, you see people on the side of the. <laughs> fighting ring here are like backing away like um uh and it is just like eating away at the wood of the surrounding barriers of the fighting ring and you see people like jumping out of the way of it 
this creature is going to charge at the issuer of that challenge and attack with one of his massive battle axes. Alright. That's going to be a 36. Wow. Yeah, that definitely hits. Alright. God damn. And he comes down at you in this some sizable damage. Let's see. That's going to be 16 damage. Alright. And I would like Nutmeg to roll me a will save, please. Interesting. Let's see. A 29 for Nutmeg. Ooh. Is this a fear effect? He's... It is. Well, then it's a 31. All right. He's okay. He is fearless. Yeah, halfling are brave. And that is going to be his turn, I believe. Uh, Nutmeg is up next. Fearless Nutmeg. Nutmeg the brave. Well, Nutmeg asks for the blessings of Kyrgyz to reveal the evil nature of this creature. Kyrgyz abides. And then he, again, asks for the blessing of Kyrgyz to allow him to smite this evil. And... Kyrgyz lets out an exasperated sigh. (laughs) And then he'll come moving along the edge of the acid. Uh, It's ten feet... And then he'll move in to there uh, to be beside Rakurai, but yet ten feet away from this creature. All right. Can also Nutmeg do a knowledge check on this guy? Would that be knowledge religion, perhaps? Yep. All right. So that'll be a 20. Nope, that's a 12. <laughs> Uh, it's not going to do it, unfortunately. Okay. Rakurai, time to shine here. He is going to take a five-foot step to the west, away from Nutmeg, and just right up next to this dude. But as he's taking that five-foot step, just with the flash, it's it's so fast... Uh, he's he's dropping his longbow and, and pulling out his katana. And you see that this katana looks like it would fit in Kool-Aid Man's hands uh, better than Rakurai's, but Rakurai wields it with ease. And he's going to do a full round attack. Here we go. Um... Nix that last Ooh. one. That that last attack is uh, from haste, I believe. Wait. No, there's no haste involved, but that misses anyway. So, we've got the first attack is 31. It's a natural 18, but that uh, could crit. The crit confirmation is 31. That confirms. Nice. Uh and that delivers 61 points of damage. Holy cow! The second attack is a 23 to hit. A 23 is not going to hit. Alright. And then the third attack doesn't hit either. But that first strike for 61 points of damage. Magical slashing. Damn. 
and it's my turn. All right, so 61 damage from Rakurai, and um, tell me about this katana. Katana. <laughs> what do you want to know? Does it have any... Uh, well, if it's keen, it's obviously magical, um, right? Yeah, so I, I spent points for plus two, but I spent one of those points on keen, so it's effectively a plus one with keen. It's also large, right. which gives it uh, more damage dice, and that's that's really it. Yeah, it does. Awesome. Oh, it's also got um, effortless lace, which allows me to wield it as if it's a medium-sized weapon. Hell yeah. Good round. Epic damage. Does it look like all that damage went through? Yeah, you slice right through this thing's grayish flesh and it barely bleeds uh, it's it's weird but you know that you uh, fucked this thing up a little bit blue scale is up next okay blue scale is going to step toward this thing standing about 10 feet back from him and then with his sword kind of like a fencing position he begins to cast a spell defensively Ooh. It's a DC 17. I'm casting a first level spell, but I have a plus 18 to my concentration checks. Do you want to just hand wave that? Sure. Like, I, I can't fail it, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I cast Shocking Grasp, and then deliver the Shocking Grasp with my scimitar. All right. That is a... What's 9 plus 17? Is a 26 to hit. That is actually going to hit. Nice. So the sword does 16 slashing damage, and then Shocking Grasp does its thing, which I believe is 5d4, 5d6. Is your scimitar a plus one? My scimitar is a plus two. Okay. 16 damage from the scimitar. And nine from the Shocking Grasp. That was a really pitiful Shocking Grasp. Why don't you give me a caster level check? What did you say? Describe the heal? <laughs> no, a, oh, a caster level check, please. That is an at 20 for a 30. Ooh, very nice. Okay. Uh, so, nine shocking grasp damage. Oh, plus one damage per die. Actually, that, there it is. It's from my dragon type. So, add five oh. more damage to that. Okay, cool. Yeah, you see your scimitar slices into the back of this thing as he's towering over Rakurai. And... The electricity flows through his gross-looking flesh. Lights up his Kool-Aid. Yeah, lights up his Kool-Aid. And Ichabod is up next. All right. I've been doing a little bit of research on Fly. So I'm going to attempt to stay where I'm at. And first things first, I'm going to move these uh, circles. Oop. Zoop. Little Zookums action there. Uh, you give me a couple of reflex saves. And you take a minus four penalty if you're wearing metal armor. Did I hear he was wearing a kettle? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> he, he has these, like, uh, metal pul- like iron pauldrons on them. Um, give me a caster level check twice, please. Okay. Uh, just a d20 plus 11. I mean, you might as well do your reflex because it's negated anyway. Just, Just saying. Alright, I got a 19 and a 16. Is that with the minus 4? Oh, a 15 and a 12. Alright, just wondering. 
but let me do the SR for you. So it's a plus 10. That's a 20. And a 17. You notice these ball lightnings are just like bouncing off of this thing's gray flesh, and he does not seem to be affected by them. Really at all, huh? Wow, that's a high SR. And if you would like to stay where you're at and not move, it is a DC 15 fly check. So I needed to roll... Okay, so my fly is 5 plus half from my level, which is a 5 because of fly, so I need a 5 or better. And that's a nat- natty 16 on the die. Alright. So you can stay where you're at if you like, and you still have a standard action. Um, fuck, these ball lightnings. I might just move them back and then move them back on there. <laughs> fuck these ball lightnings. Give me a couple of reflex saves. <laughs> I need this spell to work. It's gotta work. Sometime. Alright, uh, I'll do the minus four. Uh, so that's a ten. And an eight. God damn. All right. Oh, so give me two spell resistance checks. I have to roll better than a 10 at least so far that I know. All right. All right. That's a 13. That's a 23. The other one was a 16. All right. Uh, roll me damage for one of them. Oh, thank God. At least it did something. That's a high level spell. Um, okay. I wasn't even ready for that. Sorry. It's <laughs> uh, one, bu- 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 uh, 3d6. One second. Right on. 3d6 is uh, 10, 12 damage, electricity. All right. Yeah, you see one of them bounces right off, but the other one starts coursing electricity through this thing's body. And now it is the creature's turn, and he is going to full attack. And I'll tell you right now. He's got five attacks with these battle axes. Pretty awesome. We'll just do one at a time and see where he wants to throw them. Uh, he can reach Blue Scale, Nutmeg, and Rakurai right now. Let's start off with Rakurai, who did the most damage to him. That's a 25 to hit. That touches. It does not penetrate my armor. Mmm. All right. Actually, that doesn't even touch. Sorry. Oh, 25? No, nice. no my, my bad. I'm all over the place. Um, yeah. That was it does, a does, shit roll. does not penetrate. But then he comes in with his second battle axe for a 34. On Rockeray, that hits. All right. And that's going to be 15 damage. I just remembered stone skin, so I'm going to add 20 HP back. Yeah, it stops 10 at a time. Uh, And I've taken a total of 40 damage on the stone skin, I believe, from the previous fight. Uh, Out of 100? Out of 100, okay, that was my question, good. And uh, there's two more. That's going to be a... 36 to hit. Oh, yeah. Or wait, no, 30, 20, 26, sorry. Um, 26 does not 13 hit. plus 30, yeah. All right, second battle axe is going to be a 29. 
does not hit. And then, just for fun, we'll throw his last attack at Nutmeg. Because he's just asking for it. Is he? Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a 27. 27 hits. For 17 damage against Nutmeg. Alright. And he's gonna take a five foot step over here as the green acrid cloud moves another ten feet dissolving barriers and tents as it leaves the fighting circle. This guy's a bad pet. Yeah, they didn't host this fight in the best space. Like, they should have <laughs> moved those tents. <laughs> <laughs> or at least warn the people. Yeah, exactly. King Jen is just like standing silently and motionless watching the fight with his bulging yellow eyes. With her bulging yellow eyes. Sorry. And it's Nutmeg's turn. Even SeaWorld warns you that you might get wet in the first couple rows. Like, if an acid cloud is going to move into the audience, holy shit. Um, all right. Nutmeg is going to five foot step up unafraid towards the creature and with faith in Kyrgyz, the lord of, of sport, the god of competition, he attacks with his glaive goose arm, full round attack 23 to hit, 29 to hit 26 to hit 29 will hit alright, so 9 slashing damage from that 29 to hit also um, with Smite Evil, he bypasses all DR. Nice. Cool. Well, that's that's Nutmeg for you. That's Nutmeg for you. Ricky Maru is up next. Okay. Power attack is on. Challenge is on. Constitution damage is on. Uh, here is a full round attack with the Katana once again. That's going to be... Um, 24 to hit. That's his best roll there. Oh, 25 to hit is mm, actually... A bunch of misses. All right. Yeah, he's just blocking with his armor and his axes. And I'll do a five-foot step up to the north just a little bit. We could maybe flank somehow, but uh, this guy is up against the wall. We got him against the cage, boys! Hoo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> yes, maintain the attack. The onslaught. Cotton blue scales up next. Alright, so as a swift action, I'm going to spend a point from my Eldritch Pool and put a speed enchantment on my scimitar. Ooh. So, functionally for attacking, I have haste. Nice. Right on. I am then going to five foot step up toward him. Sure, don't want to move into the ball lightning. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> It'll probably heal you, you freaking blue dragon. Hey, that 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 ball lightning's fucking clutch, guys. Come on. Yeah, I love that spell. And once again, uh, fighting defensively, uh, we will throw. Yeah, we'll just throw another shocking grasp out. All right. Worked so well the first time. All right. So first stack roll is a thirty. That's gonna hit. Okay. That is 13 points from the scimitar and 24 points of electricity damage. Let me get a caster level check. 28. 
Alright. How much? You said 23? Uh, 24 for electricity damage. Um, second attack. That is gonna be a 31. For 11 points of damage. Alright. And last attack. Ooh, 15. Miss G7. Good shit. Blue scale. Ichabod Slain is up next. Alright. I was doing a little bit of research on this spell. I think it's going to be cool. Uh, I'm going to attempt a hover check uh, to stay where I'm at. Which I need a plus ten, so I need a five or better. Uh, what does that say? What is that? Is that a six or a nine? Where's the dot on this fucker? I think it's a, either way. I think I pass. Yeah. <laughs> so much good research okay, sorry. is happening during this session. I love it. All right. I think I got this one right. Uh, I'm gonna cast. Uh, so suddenly, out of the blue. Two massive ice spears come out of this corner and this corner. Um, what I need is a reflex save from you. Alright. That's gonna be a 19. Okay, fail. What are you casting? It's called Ice Spears. Spell resistance, no. Spell resistance? No. That's what it says. <laughs> Safety? Always off. Safety? Always off. Um, so yeah, giant spear of ice comes out. I need another reflex save because another one came out of the square uh, 45 degrees to its left, to its southwest. Nice. Another reflex save. Ooh, that's a 24. All right. So you take half damage for that one. It says, each stalagmite icicle takes up five foot square, typers to a height of ten feet. You may cause a number of ice bears equal to blah, 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 blah. Creature that occupies this uh, square in which the spear extends uh, takes 2d6 of uh, piercing damage and 2d6 of cold damage. So let's just do the first one first. Piercing and cold. The piercing is... That's minimum piercing damage for two cold damage is a minimum for two. Wow, that's uh, that sucks. Wow. Uh, yeah, you that was bad. Four ones in a row. Yeah, that was four <laughs> single ones. That sucks. Um, but uh, the other one, the explosion of growth also trips foes. When the spear erupts from the ground, they may must make, or they make a combat maneuver check against the targets, which take damage from the spears. Total bonus equal to my caster level plus my charisma. So uh, this is my CMB. It's 10 plus 6. Um, okay. So oh, out of the box. Sorry. Look out, John. Strat's been researching. Oof. Damn it. That's a natural 2. That's a uh, 18 CMB. All right. Not tripped. Roll damage for the next one? Yeah, you take half of this other damage, which is eight. So you take four damage there, and then cold damage, you take uh, four. Or no, half of that is two. And I'm going to do another CMB check. All right. 
Ooh, that's a natural 19 plus 16 for a 35. Right on the money. Oh, really? Oh, you, you fall over and yeah. you're knocked prone. <laughs> oh, shit. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that's not going to be good. <laughs> oh, actually, you negate that because you have the damage and prevent the trip. Damn it. Didn't read that last sentence. So you're not tripped, but you took the damage, and there's a bunch of ice spears. Whew. And... Bang. Did I move my spheres? Because I hovered. The spheres move back. All right. All right, fuck you. <laughs> Let's do this again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a 20 and a 29 for reflex. Uh, I think the 29, you're good, LaRusso, and uh, you failed the second one, but you want a caster level check? Yes, please. Caster level check. Ooh, that's hard to read as fuck. Uh, that's a 23. Right on the money. Oh, nice. Okay, 2d6 for that one. Uh, that's nine electricity damage. Wow, that was a lot. Nine electric damage. Yeah, you guys are wailing on this dude. And it is his turn. Oh, wait. Did you take your minus four? Uh, so it would have been a 25. Yeah, that, that still plays. For the one he passed. Still plays. You're good. Okay. Alright, and... Let me just see. Does he want to do this? Is it going to matter? Oh, sorry. Hold on. It's 3d6, not 2d6. That's an extra three damage on top of that. So it's uh, uh, um, uh, 12. 12 damage. Sorry. Okay, doke. This beast, uh, he has no idea where this caster is, but it seems like he can sense the people surrounding him, even though he has no head. Uh, he looks like he has eyes on his chest, but it doesn't look like he's like seeing with them. So they're just decorative nipple eyes? Yeah. Nipple eyes! And he's going to let out a full attack. I feel like that's a spell Surat's character would cast. Nipple eyes? Nipple eyes! <laughs> well, does that turn people totally. into nipples? Or does it, does it have anything to do with nipples? It, or eyes? Or just nipples? Whatever you want, baby. <laughs> yeah. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. I mean, have you seen my wife? <laughs> she's, she's a looker. Not when she has nipples for eyes. Into it. She points at her tits and she says, "Hey, I'm down here." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it just it, it inverts the nipples and the eyes. That's a spell I want to create. You guys are laying into him. I feel like he's probably most pissed off by the smite evil that's happening. Oh, go for the little guy, huh? He's going for the little guy. Here's a full attack. Uh, just six seconds ago, you said that uh, he was most pissed off at Rockerai for doing the most damage to him. But hey, you do you. Well, it changes from time to time, you know. I gotta get a calculator for this. This is a 34 with his first attack on Nutmeg, the Brave. Uh, 34 to hit Nutmeg. Sure. Hits. For 14 damage. All right. Second axe comes down. For a 27. Yeah, that hits too. For 15 damage. Okay. Also, 
another 21 damage. <laughs> Alright, well... He has a feat called Two Weapon Rend, where if he hits with both weapons once around, he can deal an extra D10 plus one and a half his strength mod. Okay, well, Nutmeg goes down, he's unconscious. And he can somehow sense that. And then he's going to release the rest of his ire on the closest target to him, Rockarai. Two battle axes coming at you. Go for it. Bring it. Give it to me. Give it to me. 36 to hit. That hits. For 21 damage. Alright, I'll take 11. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, that's gonna be a 17 sorry, to hit. Sorry, wait a minute. Nutmeg has stone skin too, right? Did he? Didn't he? Uh, yeah, we, we should all have it. We'll say yeah. He's got a take 10 from each hit. Um, I, I can that. only remember three hits. Um, the one, 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 of those, one of those hits really rang my bell. Like, I don't know. But yeah, at least 30. I'll, I'll just add 30 back. I mean, unless those are adamantine fucking battle axes. So... Nutmeg's... Up next, question mark? Yeah, I think so. Um, he's going to do a thing we almost never do. Perhaps we've only done it once or twice in, in all of our Door to the North thing. He is going to aid another. Ooh. So what that means is that he has to make a melee attack roll and only hit a 10. It's almost mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in order to grant Rakurai aid. Uh, because Nutmeg has the ability of helpful, that's going to be a plus four. If he can hit a ten with his glaive, here's the attack, and he does so. So yeah, he does. Well, he's got a plus fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so he just basically, you know, narratively, he like chops at this creature's feet or something like that to distract him. And then, and then he does a five-foot step back in order to uh, leave it all to Rakurai. So, what I'm unsure about is, does this aid one of his attacks in a full-round attack, or all of his attacks in a full-round attack? Friend gains plus two on his next attack roll, or an plus two to AC against the opponent's next attack. So, just one. Just one. Okay. Well, it's really not worth making a buff for. So, I'm just going to roll, and we'll give Rakurai plus four to the first roll in his full round attack here. Happy with that? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Katana, full round. The first one is a 34 to hit. Fucking huge. And, and a crit. It could, it could crit, so the 25 to confirm the crit. I think that that plus 4 applies to that 25 as well, because when you confirm a crit, you give yourself all the bonuses of your initial roll. That is true. But it should be a 29 to confirm. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> good. Allowing the rules as written is, is good on you. So, that is... 
58 damage magical slashing right off the bat before we even get into second and third attacks. Well, I'll tell you right now, none of your second and third attacks are going to hit, but that doesn't matter because you can go ahead and describe your kill. Since his whole torso is also his face, I chop through his head and his torso. Mm-hmm. Let's go shoulder to hip. Okay. Banana split him. Yeah, just like Please. yeah, right through his um, right through right through his eyes and his chest. Just yep, banana split him. Yep. Yeah. So diagonal down his chest. You see the blue light of his like nipple eyes and belly mouth start flickering and go dim as it does that thing where like. He doesn't fall apart for a second, but then the top half, like, slides down. Hell yeah. Rakurai says, oh yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the rest of his t- body falls to its knees. The battle axes drop to the ground. And we're out of combat. The 24 or so people in the stands are going wild. Like, yeah. Finishing his turn, Rakurai sheaths his katana. Nice. It's a move action. It provokes attacks of opportunity. (laughs) Blue Scale steps up and kind of nudges the thing with his foot. Was that it? I was was expecting a fight. And I'll reach up and snap and... Servant, uh, healing wand for the little guy. Nutmeg turns his back on you. Uh, He's bloody. And he approaches Rakurai. My little unseen servant comes up and gets the uh, starts getting the wand out of my pack. Nice. After a moment, you guys are getting your shit together. Kang Jin hops over the barrier and walks up to you. You have fought valiantly. I am very impressed. The emissary will be pleased with your victory. So what do we win? <laughs> Glory. And she turns and starts to walk away. Glory. I got that shit in spades. (laughs) I was hoping we'd win something useful. (laughs) You see, from the bleachers, uh, one of the people standing next to the bleachers at this point is Marthazan the Righteous, the half-elf paladin, last tournament's champion. He comes over and he's like, That was brilliant! You absolutely decimated that undead fiend! I thought that he would have you for sure. Wonderful, wonderful. And he's kind of golf clapping. Yeah, we're pretty great. Nutmeg is proud of himself. Rockerai just stands stoically. Now, I don't know what you all have planned for the rest of the day. Uh, your match for the day is over. I think they're still doing some sort of test of strength in the arena. I got kind of bored. I'm glad I came over here and saw this fight, though. <coughs> But later tonight, there's to be a feast to commemorate the first day of the tournament. Uh, Wine and delicious food. I hope to see you there. Thank you for the offer. I think we'll be there. Wonderful. Once Ichabod is done grinding uh, the balls of lightning for the next, like, 34 seconds over the corpse just to toast it up real good, he'll uh, (laughs) fly down once they dissipate and land and be like, A party? Oh, you shouldn't have said so. 
What am I going to wear? <laughs> yes, I should change myself. Uh, we've got plenty of time, though. As you know, uh, you're welcome to the quarters uh, that you've been sharing with me uh, if you need to change or rest. And I suppose you have some free time to do what you want until then. I, I look forward to seeing you there. I think I might go watch the breaking competition. And uh, yeah, so back at the arena, before you guys left, you saw them setting up a bunch of items to be broken for like a test of strength. Uh, and, and that's an optional thing that you're welcome to try and do. Um, or you can explore the island or go around talking to people, getting information. Uh, it's kind of up to you what you want to do. Uh, if anything, until the feast later. Well, my compatriots. Uh, Bluescale will probably go check out that strength tournament. I'm, I must apologize for my performance in the first round. I really do feel like I was outmatched by that young strapping lad. But I hope I don't let myself down in the rest of the tournament. Mm-hmm. We hope so as well. <laughs> yes, well, you did wonderfully here. I'm not a bit ashamed to admit that I'm rooting for you in the tournament. The grappled caster is my favorite pick so far of all the competitors. Is there any way we could submit a change or an addendum to our name? Uh, not really sure I like the grappled caster. I believe it is literally set in stone, unfortunately. <laughs> mm. uh, Nutmeg mm. uh, and, and Rakurai uh, are looking well-heeled. Nutmeg has uh, channeled energy for us and healed himself somewhat. Healed Rakurai. Um, there is a little wand of Cure Light Wounds just floating next to him if he wants to use it. And it came out of your pocket? A invisible force pulled it out of my pack and it floated over <laughs> to well, him. Well, Nutmeg will, you know, receive it out of the air and look at Blue Scale as if Blue Scale was about to ask a question. Just clean yourself up, kid. We, we got work to do. For me. Oh, thank you. And, and uh, Nutmeg will pocket it. Uh, he can heal himself quite easily. And Rakurai nods to Martha Zan and makes his way out of this uh, fighting arena. Nutmeg is like, oh, 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 uh, wait for me, and catches up. <laughs> Where's that cloud? Probably dissipated. <laughs> um, I wonder how long that lasts for. It's just like still working its way down the path. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just like melting its way down the path. <laughs> it moves 10 feet around one minute per level. Yeah, it's just like there's trees and woodland creatures are just melting in its path. Yeah, how do you put a leash on a headless guy? It's called a belt. Well... Apparently, you keep his head in a bag. Um, cloud kill automatically kills any living creature with three or fewer hit die with no save. A living creature with four to six hit die is slain unless it succeeds a fortitude save. And if it succeeds, it takes d4 points of constitution damage. Any creature with six or more hit die just takes d4 points of constitution damage. Ouch! Holy shit! Holding your breath doesn't help. Oh my god. Well, Rakurai took some cotton damage. Good thing we saved. Shit. Sucks to suck. So yeah, that happened. 
Um, if you head back to the arena, you can see that breaking competition. Uh, it seems like it's a little late to sign up for it now. It's like coming to an end. Uh, there's people punching through bricks and, and different items, different types of stone and iron. And some of them are becoming injured. Some of them are having no problem. Yeah, Blue Scale's mostly kind of just watching, trying to get an idea of, like, who are some of the stronger competitors? Is anyone using, like, special techniques or magic or anything? Just kind of keeping mental notes of the competition. Yeah, it looks like uh, you see one person from the group of female dwarfs who is, like, not using special techniques, really, but just punching through stuff with ease and not having any trouble. And, um... You see only one member of the group that you met on the boat. Or you met one woman who is disguised as a fisher person. Fisher woman? A fisher. She fished. She pretended to fish. and um, But she ended up being a part of a group that you're competing against. Um, she was with a half-orc who is also just punching through stuff with ease, using kicks as well. Um, you don't see much special techniques or magic or anything happening here, though. It's a pretty simple test of skill. Okay. I'm, uh, jeering and cheering. It is mid-afternoon, and you can explore the island, or you can just rest up and get ready for the feast. Rakurai and Nutmeg sit in the main stands in the audience watching competitions and Nutmeg casts Lesser Restoration on Rakurai rolling a d4 get a 3 takes away all of his con damage awesome cool so yeah anything you guys want to do before the feast no I don't think so Uh, watching the other competitors seeing what we can learn that's Rakurai's thought and of course Nutmeg just serving Rakurai, along with all of his family, who are very doting and and respectful of their father. Uh, If you're watching some of the bouts, because they're going throughout the day, on and off, in the main arena and some in others, exhibition matches all over the place, a couple groups stand out. The the one group with the half-orc and that blonde woman who are laughing at you on the boat, they seem to be very skilled and they have a pretty balanced party of different abilities. There's a couple other groups who seem to be more focused around just one person with just like three random monks that don't seem to be nearly as strong as them. Cool, cool. Ba- balanced party would be expected. And, uh, the, the, the one tough guy with three underlings, that's a little surprising. Yeah, you notice one of those, there's a rotund, sort of corpulent, big dude. Uh, And he has a pet pig that he fights with, and he has three sort of underlings, as you put it. And he is this nasty, sweaty dude, and it looks like he's covered in leeches. He seems to be using different types of magic as well as physical combat. Can I make an Arcana check on him? Because I think as a player, I know what he is, but I want to know if Blue Scale knows what the hell's going on there. Yeah. So, Arcana? Yeah. 23. I think that's enough. Is he a bloat mage? 
he is a bloat mage. You've, you think you've seen this before. Blood magic. Gross. It is gross. He is a gross dude. But as the day goes on, and the sun is starting to set, maybe you make your way towards the Grand Pavilion, where the feast is to take place. Rockeride, do you think your family, uh, your kitty litter, is showing up here for the feast? My beloved family? Sure, yes. And keep calling them that. <laughs> but I think that they would show up, you know, as as attendants, not as feasters. Like uh, serving people? Um. Well, they're serving me. They're serving Rakurai. Okay. Nutmeg. That's nutmeg cool. gets a rare seat uh, as he is a contestant as well, which is an honor for him since he also considers himself a servant to Rakurai. And yet the. The sun is just about to set as you get to the Grand Pavilion. As it's getting darker, there are lanterns set up, and the battlefield is now filled with large tables covered in all kinds of food and drink. And there are other servants, monks, uh, coming around, serving people wine and different plates of hors d'oeuvres. You see Martha Zen sitting at a table with the dwarf woman and he gets up immediately he's drinking wine and he comes over oh the grappled caster so happy to see you here i'm glad you made it how are you all doing are you finding your accommodations comfortable yes yes everything's very good says nutmeg <laughs> is, there, is there any way we can make the accommodations sway a little bit more Sleeping in a bed that doesn't move is strange. Hmm, I could always rock you. Ah, you're a seaman. <laughs> I would like to withdraw my request. <laughs> You'll notice that uh, Ichabod Slane is wearing his best uh, dress attire, which is like a really nice pressed suit that he had in his trunk. Nice. Hair slicked back, looking fancy as fuck. As you come into the Grand Pavilion, uh, you see these four massive tables. At one of them, you see two of the monks from the team that you defeated in the first match. They're sitting with uh, Yo Sorin, the boat captain that ferried you here. At the end of the table, you see a beautiful woman with white robes and weapons on her side, sitting by herself, silently eating and drinking. You see the group of dwarf women uh, up there speaking with another uh, she looks to maybe be Vidrani the team of people that you met on the boat that were scoping you out and laughing at you are sitting with a hobgoblin at one of the far tables and then you see the bloat mage Hawk Fong you found out his name was uh, when you watched his fight he is sitting at a table all by himself in the dead center just eating almost everything on it chugging wine and it seems like people are like avoiding him <laughs> he's only medium sized huh he is man he's got leeches on his head Ugh, god he looks awful he's bald large man Ugh. he's got a big exposed belly and his belly and bald head are both have leeches hanging from them I think this table right in front of us Ooh. looks nice with with uh, the monks and the boatmen and the lady with weapons. But um, no compatriots. 
Yeah, I'm going with that. I don't think I want to sit there with Baron Harkonnen. <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of look like Baron. <laughs> Rockerai will sit down at this table in front of us uh, with the monks, and he'll sit down next to this lady with the weapons. Yeah, let's go hang out over there next to uh, Yo Sorin. Yo, hey, how's it going? How's the, how's the competition been? Uh, you know, we're crushing it. To be expected. I thought you might. Oh, glad to hear it. Here, drink with me. And he grabs a carafe of wine off of one of the server's trays as he walks by and pours a couple. Uh, go reach into his pack and pull out one of his bottles of whiskey. Uh, Captain's Reserve. Care for a nip? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stop drinking wine, but uh, I'll take a nip of that. One cellar to another. Pours him, pours him out a shot and he just takes a swig straight from the bottle. Nice. Yeah, he puts it back. Rakurai, you sit next to this woman, and she's, like, silently eating a bowl of some kind of stew and taking a sip from a glass of wine every once in a while. She doesn't look up at all when you sit next to her. I'm not really interested in her. It's just the closest seat. Plus, my wife is right there. <laughs> yeah. Martha Zen sits across from you, though, and he's like, God, it was so fun watching you fight. You were so very skilled. Is there anything I can tell you about the island or the competition or competitors? I'm interested in seeing you succeed, you see. Well, yeah, what can you tell us about the other competitors? They don't look like much, but they had to have gotten here somehow. Uh, well, there are many competitors. Um, not all of them are here. Uh, are there any in particular you'd like to hear about? Yeah, what about those assholes? And he points over his shoulder to the... Uh, <laughs> team with the, the lady that disguised herself as a fisher. <laughs> Give me perception checks. And he'll be like, oh, yes, them. Well, they seem to be rather mm, ill-tempered. Uh, they're not the social type. I don't know much about them, but they have been doing very well in their fight today, and they participated in an exhibition match, which they had seemed to have no trouble with. From what I hear, they are big gamblers. Rumor has it that they are involved with the Golden League, a big gambling syndicate in Goka. My perception check is a 21. Rakurai inspects the table, the food on the table, the silverware. He's not looking at any of the competition. Is that because your perception I check? I rolled a 2, and I have a negative 2 on perception. So that's a 0. Um, he's, he's not <laughs> perceiving shit. This is fine China. I rolled a 1 for a total of 11. Alright. Nutmeg got an 11 as well. A servant comes by with a big carafe of wine and, and starts pouring glasses in front of everybody. Martha Sands like, oh, please, we must have a drink, a toast, to your imminent success. And he brings a, a glass up to cheers everyone. Hold up my bottle. Got me a fancy 200, 200-year-old 200 scotch? Yeah, 200-year-old scotch. Impressive. I might have been in high school when that was poured. <laughs> well, play your cards right and maybe have a little nip for old time's sake. You guys notice that team over there kind of like talking shit. They're looking around at everyone and like they look smug. Is he the only one that's going to cheers me? Nutmeg raises his class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. Well, all cheers. Classic. Rakurai gives a slight head nod as he, as he lifts his glass and uh, looks 
to Nutmeg. And Nutmeg is going to do a very casual, no hand gestures or vocal components or anything. Just a little, just a little sense motive. I know we trust this Martha Zan guy, but you never know. We just met him. Uh, tw- 25 cents motive. Okay. Let me just roll his bluff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he uh, he's very sincere. He honestly seems like he wants you guys to win, and he's like celebrating your being a part of the tournament. Oh, then what for the party? And I, you know, give one for the house, slam my drink down, and then pound it back. Wants for drinking. <laughs> Yeah, Nutmeg drinks his, Rockerai sips his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the monkey boys over here are like, Here, here, you all fought valiantly. Valiantly. Oh, you really beat the crap out of us, man. It was a good fight. Is your friend okay? Says Nutmeg. Not all of the monks are here, correct? Yeah, they, well... David didn't feel too good. Uh, he's laying down today for the rest of the night, I think. Monk David, yes. David Spade. It's a shame. He's a good kid. I was hoping, to, hoping he'd join us. Ah, Brother David. <laughs> 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 it's funny, because one of our friends we call Brother David around here, and that's that's funny. That's funny. Crickets. Uh, I got it. Tremendo thing. I guess you had to be there. You see this woman, she doesn't even look up from her bowl of rice, but she puts her glass up to kind of toast and takes a sip and then continues eating, staring down. Oh, come on. You can be a little more enthusiastic than that. It's a party. Have a little fun. She looks up and I'm fairly certain that we will be competing against each other. I do not wish to interact too much until that has happened. Well, yeah, I mean, tomorrow we might I might have to punch you in the face, but today, you know, have, it's a party. She looks back down at her rice. I mean, just because I'm going to have to punch you in the face, no hard feelings. <laughs> she looks up with just her eyes, and takes another sip of wine, nods, and then looks back down at her rice, keeps eating slowly. Rakurai looks at her and says, pardon me. I am Totsugeki Rakurai. I look forward to our competition. He's very formal, but that's him introducing himself and uh, offering small talk, I suppose. Well, it's definitely small. (laughs) She looks up from her eyes and says, I am Orometsu. Orometsu Yasi. I look forward to our possible competition as well. He gives a head nod in, in response. Keeps it simple and formal. Yeah, she doesn't seem to be very talkative, but she seems to respect your interactions. Uh, when Blue Scale's talking about partying, the dwarves behind him at the other table turn around. They're like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I knew you were something good. And they reach out a big stein of ale to cheers you. Yeah, and see, they, they know what's going on here and clink my bottle to their steins. The Vajrani woman that they're talking to, like, leans back in her chair, and she's got a glass of wine that she reaches out to cheers you with as well. And she's like, uh, my name is Gunyavesha, and who might you be? Oh, 
You might know me as Blue Scale, but uh, you, you can call me Quan. Quan. That's a pretty name for a pretty boy. Oh, you flatter me. <laughs> You're not wrong, though. She gives a little smirk, and then, and then she downs the rest of her wine and sits back up in her chair and pours some more. As the feast goes on, you see that Hung Fok... Wait, Fok Hong? Hark Fong. <laughs> Hark Fong, the bloat mage over there, is just devouring everything that's brought to him by servants, and nobody wants to go near him. The gambling assholes at the other table are sticking to themselves, talking to this hobgoblin uh, that you haven't seen before. Yosaran and the monkey boys are drinking it up with you guys and having a good time and having a lot of respect over here. Marthazan is like, well, I must call it a night. I'm going to be heading back to my suite. I believe Sifu Juonuo has set up tents all outside of the Grand Pavilion here. If anyone would like to sleep here and not make the long walk home, I myself am looking forward to my comfortable bed. You're welcome to come back to my suite and stay there as well, although you'd probably be more comfortable here in the tents. He kind of dips out a little early. Oh, I think he's got a little special someone. Didn't they set us up with accommodations? You have accommodations at Marthazan's champion suite. He he let you stay there with him instead of going to one of the inn. Gotcha. But he just said that the emissary has set up tents all around the pavilion here so party goers can crash out. Drunk tents. And yeah, yeah. He'll tell you that... I've been there. Yeah, drunk tents are supposed to be breakfast and tea in the morning. Mmm. If it's more than, like, 800 feet. So there's, like, music or anything going on at this feast? Or are we all just listening to each other chew? Oh, no, there's absolutely music. There's, like, a string band with some skin drummers playing up a storm the whole time. And, and there's more people than are on the map here, too. These are, like, the main notable people, right? Well, as Blue Scale finishes eating, he's gonna get up and try to, like, get either the Vajrani woman or one of these uh, dwarven women behind him that were all about partying and try to get one of them to dance. Get this party hopping. Oh, Ganya Vesha will take up your offer on that. She seemed to show an interest in you. Yeah, we'll dance just kind of right there in the center between all four tables. Kind of, like, dance with each other and then, like, trying to encourage other people to get up and dance. The monkey boys will get up and dance. Yosaran will get up and dance. And uh, Ganya Vesha, the Vajrani woman, is doing, like, an intense kind of, like, belly dancing sort of dance, like a tango with you. She's, like, very talented. She's, like, very talented? She's got a lot of jingly things on her sides that are making noise as she shakes her hips around. Yeah, Blue Scale's probably pretty jingly, too. He's got, you know, he's got his fine jewelry on for the feast, beads all in his hair, some, like, gold caps over his horns. Yeah, the, um, the dwarves are cheering you guys on. With you over there, give me one more perception check. 29. As you're dancing, maybe you glance over at this group of... Assholes? Gamblers. The assholes, who uh, they said might be involved with the Golden League gambling syndicate. And you notice that they're not drinking or eating any of the prepared food or drink that is being served here. You see that they have personal wineskins, and they're, they're, like, servants are coming to serve them things, and they're turning it down. What, you guys don't know how to party? Eat up, come on, it's a good time. 
So I'm probably like halfway through my bottle of whiskey at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they'll raise up their wineskins and be like, Oh, we're having a great time, don't you worry. Uh, the hobgoblin there is like, it's like, ah, it starts banging on the table. Oh, no one's worried about you. You're just killing the vibe. So have some fun or piss off. And the blonde woman stands up and she's like, uh, you heard the blue man. Let's piss off, boys. Hope you all sleep well. We'll see you in the tournament. And they all get up and it looks like they're listening to her like she's their leader or something. They get up and leave. I feel like a sense motive on her since they're all acting a little strange. Not very good at uh, it, yeah. but that's a 12. Mm-hmm. Does she actually want me to sleep well? <laughs> you get the idea that she was being sarcastic. <laughs> I would like to follow them in a safe distance, and uh, if there's ever an appropriate time, I have something I'd like to do to that hobgoblin. Oh. Okay. Uh, you want to try and sneak behind him? Sneak is a relative term, but sure. Yes. You want them to not notice that you're behind, following them? Sure, yeah. If only you had some way to make yourself be undetectable by sight. Yeah. As soon as they leave the uh, corner of my vision, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself, and then I will follow them. Mm, there we go. Okay. Well, he will look... Before before they do that, he'll look at Bluescale and say, I have an idea. I'll be right back. Don't let anybody leave without me. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Woohoo! Have a good time. <laughs> Man, that guy is weird. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is. Uh, so you cast Invisibility and you follow them? Um, so they just left out the side of this building, um... But as soon as they leave out the corner of that building, he will go over to the corner of that building, cast invisibility on himself, and then follow wherever they're going. Okay. And yet, they are heading down the dirt path back towards New Harbor, uh, where Yon Loy's Noodle House is, and the inn, and the small, it's like, you know, the small fishing village. It's a bit of a walk. He continues to follow. Okay. Yeah, it maybe takes maybe like a half an hour uh, for them to get up there though are you trying to accomplish anything while they're walking or are you just trying to see where they're going if there's ever a point to where uh, the hobgoblin goes off to take a pee or anything if the hobgoblin is ever separated from them I uh, would like to do something ready to action as soon as I see that hobgoblin's dick I do this (laughs) (laughs) Gotta, gotta have that dick uh, I mean, why don't you roll me a luck roll to see if, sure. if he ever is on his own on this walk? Going for high or low? I forget. High. Fifty-one or higher, you get a chance to catch him by himself. It's a thirty-three percent. Yeah. So unfortunately, he sticks with the group pretty much through the whole walk. Okay. Then what happens? Uh, they make their way back to New Harbor, and it looks like they're heading towards the inn. Looks like they have a room at the inn, and that they're going in to crash for the night. Do they talk about anything on their walk back? Yeah, that's a good point. Give me a perception check. Uh, perception is a... It was a 10 on the die. It's a 14. Um, yeah, you, you hear them kind of muttering and, and talking about battle tactics and stuff. Nothing really stands out to you, though. They're they're laughing a lot. 
you hear them, like, insulting everyone at the feast there, calling them idiots. Before they get into the door of the inn, I'd like to get to some place where uh, I could cast fly on myself and fly faster than them. Invisible. Okay. Which would take a couple castings of invisibility. You got it, though, right? Oh, yeah, I got tons of them. So that's fine. And then before they get in, I want to cast Charm Monster. On the Hobgoblin? Yes. Okay, so... You got a will save? As they get to the inn, he is the last one to walk into the inn. And I will give you a will save. Uh, Let me bring up his block real quick. Hobgoblins are the worst, huh, John? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right, will save coming up. That is a 20 will save. Oh, man. Nailed it. Ooh. Right on the money. Damn. God damn it. Plus two for being invisible? Well, it doesn't add to their will save. (laughs) I know, I know. Hobgoblins would have definitely been the least of the will save uh, person there. So he feels like a little weird and doesn't go in at first and he like shakes his head and turns around he looks up at the sky looks down the road he kind of reaches for a knife that he has in a sheath and he's looking around he's he's hesitant i uh is he where where they're like next to a door yeah he's next to the door he's the only one out there now though where's the door like, uh, is there an edge of a building and an alleyway anywhere near, or is it just like straight buildings, or like, where are we at? Um, yeah, the buildings are pretty spread out. It's like, there's not many of them. It's that tiny fishing village at the harbor, right? I'll whisper around the corner. Psst. Hey! Hey! Mr. Nolly Hobgoblin! You're trying to, like, lure him away? Yeah. Alright, he'll, he'll head towards that voice, looking for what that was. I'm gonna back up and try it again. Alright, go for it. I'll give a will save. Well, it's... Yeah, it's just another will save. Mm. He rolled a natural 8 last time. It's a natural 5 this time. 17. Oh yeah, that'll work. You charmed him. Come out of invisibility. It's like, ah! I... Do I know you? Of course you know me. We're friends. That's right, yeah. Please, uh, tell me about your friends. My friends? Uh, but I barely know you. You're my, you're my friend. Oh, oh no, we've known each other for a long time. Who who were you just walking with? I, I would love to meet them. Could you give me their names? Uh, there's Risha, uh, Darius. Molkor and Pirin. Um, they're great fighters. They're pretty cool, man. Uh, they know how to party. They're gonna help me win this tournament. How do they? How do you expect them to help you win this tournament? Uh, I'm not really sure. They promise that I'm gonna win, though. I just be just between you and me. I think they poison the wine at the feast. Ah. Do you know what they happen to poison it with? 
Some kind of snake stuff. Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about that stuff. Ah. Well, I appreciate that so much. Um, I know we've met each other before, but what is your name? Conway. Well, we're friends, aren't we? No, that's my name, Conway. <laughs> oh, come. <laughs> 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 Okay. <laughs> um, come why? I appreciate your help so yeah. much. Can I show you something very cool? Oh, of course. That sounds cool. Hold out your hand. Uh, okay. He does. And uh, Ichabod holds his hand. And I think we're going to have to do a pose charisma check. To make him do something he wouldn't do? Because I'm going to cast a spell on him. Okay. Yeah. Unless you wouldn't think he would have a spell cast on him. Right, because he has to be willing. Uh, so let's do a charisma check. Oh, that's not fucking bad. That's a 19 charisma. Uh, he's got an 18. Oh, shit. A 13 on a die for a 19. It's not terrible. Yeah, he rolled an 18 for an 18. Oh, wow. <laughs> he has zero charisma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Well, that works with my 23 charisma. So, what do you do? He's willing. I'm going to dimension door him 800 feet in the air. Okay. And as we start falling, I'll be like, Oh, come sing. Isn't it so beautiful up here? Oh, it's so nice. That's uh, a little scary. 800 feet takes, a, takes about nine seconds for us to plummet straight down. And he'll drop them. He'll drop him right about where their room is and right on top of it. And right before he hits the deck, he will dimension door out of there. You can fly as well. You're still flying. Yeah. Yeah, but I would rather dimension so door out of there. So that's 80, 80, 80 I wanna, D6. I wanna, yeah, 80 D6. Oh I would like to God. drop them as close to their room as I possibly can. Okay. We've got a serial killer on our hands here. <laughs> um, but your... he wants to be there for as long as possible. Why don't you roll 80d6 in the roll 20 chat there, and um, we'll cut back to the feast. So I think fall damage does have a cap on it. Does it? Unless we want to just really cool it. Um, well, if there's a cap... <laughs> it, it caps it. It caps at 20d6. Alright, so 20d6. Siraj just rolled 80d6 on roll 20. Why would it... Ooh, uh, let's go 20d6, Siraj. Sorry. It's 286 damage. Do that again. <laughs> 20d6 fall damage. Not bad. It's like 72 damage. As he falls through the roof of the inn into the room of his teammates. Pretty cool. Fucking A. <laughs> and um, back at the feast. 
His teammates are like, hey, where, they, where's come why? Oh, there he is. He comes crashing through the, yeah. the ceiling. Absolutely. Back at the feast. It's starting to die down as it's getting late. Fortitude checks from Rakurai, Nutmeg, Ichabod, and not from Blue Scale, who drank from his own bottle all night. Captain's reserve for the win. <laughs> I'll go ahead and spend another point of reserve, um, resolve, sorry, <laughs> uh, to roll <laughs> this fortitude twice for, right. for Rakurai. Uh, that'll be a 29. That's the best roll. And Nutmeg. 19 for Nutmeg. All right. How about Ichabod? I also have a 19. Okay. Rolled the 11 there, plus 8. Ichabod and Nutmeg, please give me a D2 dex damage and a D2 for strength damage. You're inflating this on us. I think you should roll it. You're right. I should. And it's going to be a fortitude save once an hour for 24 hours. And... I think that's where we're going to end the session. Uh, I mean, we ha- isn't uh, Nutmeg like part cleric? Part cleric. Right, can He's cure poison. Yeah, but how many saves? Uh, well, you don't know that. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if you know, really. You still have to roll them, right? Yeah, I was just curious if Nutmeg saw well, spells no, for the day. Not you until you save. Um, yeah, there's two consecutive saves to cure the poison. We'll, we'll get into that at That's the a start lot. of next Two time. consecutive saves is a lot. Yeah, let's yeah. take uh, let's take and some good notes at the end of the night here. Who knows when we'll play this again? Yeah, next Valentine's Day. <laughs> how did how did they like uh, that guy falling through their fucking roof? That was pretty awesome. Think hanging out with Blue Scale, you guys would know the old poison in the wine trick. <laughs> he knew better. <laughs> I mean, he has a backpack full of them. Don't take drinks from strangers. Yeah, that's right. He was poisoning wine already with opium. 
Yeah, <laughs> so that's... He, he, well, he knows what's up. So if somebody else... If you didn't see somebody... See where that drink came from, you don't drink that. <laughs> it crossed my mind, hence the I, sense motive, but that was on the wrong guy. It was on Martha's end. He didn't know any better. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. That, that throws people off the trail of Blue Scale being the one poisoning everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now everybody knows that Blue Scale likes to share his drinks with everyone, so the next time he's like, here, I got you a bottle of wine, they're probably more likely to take it. Or I guess maybe less likely, since they all got poisoned. We'll see. Nice.